Thanks for joining me today. I'd like to invite you to visit my website, johnburney.org, where you can join my mailing list, access video, audio, and written teachings, sign up for online satsangs and retreats, as well as find the schedule for my public gatherings. I want to welcome you all today. I want to especially thank my volunteers for helping out um, with these gatherings. Uh, your help is essential for me to be able to offer this, and I just want to thank you so much. And anybody who's interested in helping, you're welcome to reach out to us and see if you'd like to volunteer in these meetings. It's a nice way to connect and have <clears throat> a way to give back also if that it is something that uh, calls you. Hmm. Well, let's not spend too much time before we start sitting. I wanted to just make a couple of quick announcements. Um, I didn't look up the, <laughs> that sock song, but I think it's, it's on the schedule. I don't have my calendar in front of me. Anyway. I think it's in a couple of weeks. And um, and then there's a retreat, also a three-day retreat, which is quite extraordinary. In fact, um, some of my students who've been coming to retreats with me for many years are getting together, and I think they're all going to be in a house together here in San Francisco. And I said, maybe I'll come over and see you guys when you're doing it. And um, just as a way of having a feeling of a, you know, they kind of miss the group experience of in-person retreats. And so they're they're being creative with the online retreat in a way that I really liked. And uh, so anyway, um, the retreat is January 21st to the 23rd and details are on the website. Um, if you haven't attended, they're really amazing. Actually, I was so surprised how, not only, uh, how incredibly effective they are and um, I just love them and I'm looking forward to it. So uh, if you have the time, I really recommend it as a way of, uh, having a quite a deep dive into your own process and healing and transformation. So it really works remarkably. That's, that's the one thing that I've said before, and I'll continue to say for those who haven't heard it is that when we, when the pandemic started and I wasn't able to teach in person, um, my staff and, and students close to me got together and we, started experimenting with this online way of meeting. And my my comment to everyone was, look, if this, if this doesn't work, I'm not going to do it. And if it does work, I am going to do it. And not only did it work, and what I, and I'll explain what I mean by that, but it worked phenomenally well, remarkably well. And I've been learning how to teach and work on this level where we truly do connect deeply, profoundly, as if we were in person, even for some people, maybe even more, because there's a real value in having the, the sanctuary of your own solitude, of your own quiet space, where you don't have the distractions of a group that you're sitting with, or having to be in a retreat center, you know, where you have to worry about the food and everything else and the roommate who's snoring and um, all of that. So um, there's something about being able to really 
focus on your own internal mechanisms on all levels, that this way of teaching actually is enhanced by. So I, and remarkably though, we still have this transmission that clearly happens quite powerfully actually, even though it's so-called technology. We don't understand that and I wouldn't waste time thinking about it too much. Just let go of all beliefs about it and tune into yourself and and notice what happens. In fact, I noticed this decades ago when I was when um, the internet was just starting to happen. Oh God, forty years ago, however long it was, and I had my first computer, and we were we started having uh, chatting or whatever it was called, and a friend of mine who. Uh, let's just say was tuned in deeply to presence like you are and are able to. And we were, we were just, you know, having a casual conversation. How are you? You know, whatever we, we saw each other online and we, we started having a little chat and um, all of a sudden I felt the presence. I felt the connection, the deep presence. And I texted him. I said, Paul, did you feel that? He goes, yes. And I thought, wow, amazing. So you, need, you don't even have the video. And of course, then I started noticing it with my phone sessions when people couldn't come in person to see me for private work. And I thought, wow, isn't that amazing? And now with this, all around the world, we have people all around the world here today, uh, that it works. So what does that mean it works? It means that What we've heard in ancient wisdom for millennia is true that we are all truly one. That's not a belief. I mean, it could be, but it's not useful as a belief that we are truly connected deeply into this interconnected wisdom of being. And awakening, what we call awakening, is the taste or the glimpse or the immersion into that true nature of ourselves. And when we open in that space, we begin to see, we begin to realize that there is this remarkable intimacy of oneness. So I welcome you again today. Um, if you're new, just relax and, you know, just find a comfortable position and where you can just be here and not have to do anything or figure anything out or, you know, get caught up in what John is saying or what someone I'm talking to is saying or, but rather honor, honor what's coming up in you right now. Give that your attention in a very gentle, sensitive, open-minded way. And um, that's enough to say, bro. I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> um, I'm a little scattered, as you know. I uh, One of my friends recommended Garbar Mate's book, Scattered, about ADD. And um, he has it, and his children have it, and he wrote a book about it. And, and I've just 
kind of realize that that I do too. I have a very traumatized background that I'm learning more about as I deepen into the transformative awakening embodiment process that we all are and that I'm learning more and more and becoming more and more aware of deeper conditions in myself. It's remarkable. And I was reading his book on, I called Scattered, and I was laughing so hard every single line. I couldn't even get through one page because his description of how crazy it is. It was like, oh, my God, this is exactly how my mind is and how I get all over the place. And I thought it was, it was I couldn't even finish one page. I was somewhere in the book, and he started describing how it is for someone who has this, just trying to get through the day and organizing and getting things done. And I thought, I hope I can get through this book because apparently there's help somewhere in the book down the road where I'll find out what I need to do. <laughs> so anyway, I apologize for, well, you know how I am, probably some of you. And I uh, thank you for putting up with me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> I do. I it, It's... Um, One of my students yesterday in a session said, I really appreciate that you don't hide your limited human nature and that you're working on yourself in very ways. That really helps me um, not try to be perfect, which, you know, a lot of the spiritual teachings are, you know, this idea that you're going to be like, you know, a saint or something that is walking on water and, you know, all of it. And... Um, <laughs> the fantasy human um, that we're not. But I will say that because of the enlightenment that happened to me at 16 and didn't know even what it was and haven't understood it ever, but it continually evolves and integrates throughout my whole life, um, this journey is an extraordinary journey. And, and this time together that we have now with the challenges that are in our species with the pandemic and everything else is I couldn't be more grateful for all the work I've done to face my own pain, to face my own delusions and beliefs and to listen more deeply to the truth as it healed me, as it transformed me. And I welcome you to the journey that you are on as well within yourself. And that is what we're here for, is for you to welcome yourself deeply on all levels, physical, emotional, mental, psychological, conditional and unconditional in the, in the deeper being that you are, so that you can begin to see how it all works together remarkably, miraculously. So thank you so much for listening. Let's have a sitting for a while before I open up the dialogue and we'll continue our interaction at that point.
throughout our meeting, just notice if you're allowing yourself to just be. Or if you're trying to be present. You are here. (laughs) Whether... (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Whether you're trying to be or not, you are. It's already happening. (laughs) So, just let it be how it is. I, I know you may not like it. I know you may be uncomfortable or irritated or triggered or something, whatever it is. I know, because I'm a human being too. (laughs) So, welcome your humanity here, please. Your deep nature is perfect already. You don't need to perfect it. Your life force is already the wisdom that we will never understand. That is beyond, so beyond human comprehension. It's, well, it isn't, it is funny actually, but it's also not funny. Um, So relax, if you can, just relax and be at ease. Now, for some people, that's hard. It's difficult. So we learn how to be here without trying, without pushing, without figuring it out, without controlling it, without analyzing it, without making conclusions about it. The simple simple instruction for it is called beginner's mind. And it's the only way to be here (laughs) fully, is where your mind isn't cluttered, where it's not projecting onto everything. And you might say, well, my mind is cluttered and is projecting onto everything. (laughs) Good. Okay, the most important thing about that is just to be honest about it and be careful that you're not beating yourself up for it. Oh my God, I've been practicing so long. I've been to so many retreats. I've been a monk forever and I'm still giving myself a hard time. So notice how you treat yourself. Honestly, you're already done spiritually. You just don't know it. There's nothing you need to do to evolve spiritually. That's not how it works at all. That's backwards understanding. You're already perfect. So what's your job? What's your responsibility? How do you best use your conscious mind and your attention. 
That's what we're here for, is to, sh is to really reveal that on all levels. And fundamentally, the working principle, the, the working field of transformation is this presence, this, this connectedness, this transmission of the Dharma, so to speak, that is unknowable, unspeakable, and yet, when you're not in the way of yourself, when your consciousness is not holding on or controlling or dominating with its beliefs, then all of a sudden there's this spaciousness, this openness, this connectedness that starts to reveal itself. So when that reveals itself here, now, give that your attention. Don't think about it. Don't compare it to your awakening at your last retreat. Don't think about it, because that's a defense. That actually is some part of you stopping it, actually. Some egoic, fear-based survival mechanism that's unconscious. Your job is to keep noticing those as they arise, with loving-kindness, with forgiveness, with patience, with compassion, with tenderness. Because your conditioning is done. It's already in your cells. It's already in your bones. It's already in your muscles. It's already in your nervous system, deeply programmed. I'm learning this. I'm relearning how to play the violin right now. I was a concert violinist, quite extensive through my childhood. And I had to stop for a lot of reasons playing. And a very dear, beloved friend of mine who's a great violinist and a wonderful, loving friend, great teacher, is teaching me now as if I were just beginning for the first time. And it's amazing for me. Because as I'm paying attention to how I'm holding the bow and I'm be being aware of how I'm pulling the bow and how my hand is and all of this, uh, she's giving me profound, detailed virtuoso training on a level that I've never had before. And it's wonderful. Because what happens is I get to have the memories of childhood coming through me from when I was practicing two to four hours a day from age six to 20 and performing, it's all coming through and being healed. It's amazing. Absolutely. I mean, all the trauma, all the pressure, all the demands, unbelievable demands that I had on me. The fear, the stress, the trauma of it is being healed. How amazing, you see? So as you bring attention to yourself, as you sit in this presence, what needs to be healed and what's ready to be given attention from your human consciousness will reveal itself, will come up. We instinctually avoid the direction we actually need to go for our healing and transformation. The value of being here is to begin to not get caught in that current of conditioning not to be swept away by it, but rather to say, wow, I'm being swept away. I'm going, I'm getting distracted. I'm doing whatever I do in my condition. And then you notice it. You become mindful of it. Over and over and over again, it's called practice. 
practice is wonderful. It's not repetition. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. Practice is never repetition. Practice is new every single breath. Every single sensation, every single feeling. You have never been here before. When your mind is blown, you are here in presence. So many of the teachings, so many of the practices are setups so you get out of the way of your true nature revealing itself. That's why it's called revelation. It's not called achievement. <laughs> That's why it's called mysticism, not answerism because it's a mystery. Our egos are terrified by the unknown. On a relative level, yes, we want to know where our foot's going to go next step so we can keep our balance as we walk. That's normal to want to know where's the next step. That's okay. On a relative level, wanting to know is fine. Not a problem. But transformation, which is what you're actually surrendering to here, your, the truth of your own flowering is happening right here now, is showing you exactly how to pay attention right now within you. Your job is simply to listen, observe, sense, and notice how you're in the way, how you're controlling, how you're not allowing. People say, I can't let go. You're right, you can't. Egos cannot let go. Egos will never be secure, ever. There's never been a secure ego. They are fundamentally insecure. That's why they're in control. That's why they want answers. But freedom, which is what you're cultivating here, is all about vulnerability. The loss of control. The loss of understanding, the loss of knowing, scary, threatening, and yet, that's the way. To open and welcome the discomfort that you're having, to welcome the vulnerability, to find the space of attention that can just be with how it is. And as something in you understands that and follows it, I talked about it last week or a couple weeks ago or in the talk that we just published. Uh, if you didn't get a chance to hear it, I highly recommend it. I love this talk. It's on YouTube. It's called um, True Surrender is Enlivening. Check it out. It's 30 minutes if you haven't listened to it.
relax into this, welcome this openness. You will discover as you give attention. This is what I mentioned that talk, as I talked about my early experience when I was 16. I knew whatever was happening in that experience that, was, that completely transformed me. I knew, something in me knew to follow what was happening. I didn't understand it. I didn't know what it was. And that's true for you. And I talk to so many people, a lot of young people who tell me, this is how I've always, I've always had this. I've always known this. So many people tell me this, of course. You're returning home to your original nature. You're coming home to freedom and peace. It's not an easy journey, but you know what? There's no choice. <laughs> As one of my students and I were talking, and he and I came up with, I said, you can't, you you can't hang up the phone on awareness. He said, yeah, on the back cover it should be, but you can try. <laughs> so you can try to stay in control. You can try to. manipulate your life the way you want it to be. But you will only exacerbate suffering. You do have a destiny in this life. You do have a purpose. Each and every one of us does. We actually don't know what that is. And yet, as we align with this deep presence, that becomes clearer and clearer and more amazing. Trust me, it's mind-blowing and heart-opening, and truly liberating. So let's sit a little longer, and then I'll open up um, uh, the dialogue, and we can, we can sit together, interact together, for those of you who'd like to do that, have a question or something you'd like to work with. Thank you so much for listening. I hope, I hope that was helpful. I know I just, it just comes out in some way that isn't planned, and I, my, Intention is to give you as much as I can in a way that's palatable, that's digestible, that, but is fundamentally helpful and useful. That's, that's what I, that's, because I know the presence that, let's just say, channels through me and all of us is not me, it's not you, it's us, and I, and I trust that always. That's why I can come here and be you know, just John, you know, <laughs> just myself. And, and I know that that's okay. And that whatever works isn't me, isn't my ego or my beliefs at all. That's not what's working here. What's working here is you, is us, is the oneness. I feel each and every one of you profoundly and deeply. It's really beautiful to be here with you. And let's sit for a little bit and then we'll open up the, the dialogues and, and see how it unfolds, okay? Thank you so much for listening.
Okay. I try to keep track of the previous week's um, people who didn't get called on because it's really not possible to reach everybody during these two-hour segments. That's one of another benefit of the retreat <clears throat> is I end up being able to work with a lot more people. It's, uh, it's really wonderful that we have, uh, you know, four, four hours a day together uh, for three days. It's awesome. So let's just sit for a minute and um, I'll just review my list. And I'm going to start with um, uh, Beth, Terry, when we start. Okay, so let's sit for a little bit first. And um, if you need any help with sitting, I'll just give a little guidance for a minute. I didn't do that earlier. I usually do. <clears throat> Just make sure if you don't have this already to have an inner voice or a way to guide yourself back to the present moment as it's arising in you. Just a friendly, caring, guiding voice. Even if you're constantly distracted or having a hard time that can just really be here with you as a friend, as an ally. And if your mind is super wound up and distracted, just keep bringing yourself back into the breath and your belly. Just coming back or just the breathing, however you feel it, just to keep returning to the natural rhythm of however your breath is coming in and out as a way of calming your nervous system and calming your mind so you can settle down and just rest and be here. Okay. Okay. Beth. Hi. Hi. I'm kind of glad that you didn't um, call on me last week because everything's different. Although if you hadn't called on me this week, then next week everything would be different too. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> well isn't it i think what you're saying really is that what you're really saying is that a, the conditional is constantly changing and it is oh my god yeah yeah just let it come oh it's incredible Oh. I sent you an email a couple of weeks ago about this, but I don't think you got it. But anyway, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't yeah. my assistant get it. I probably sent it to the wrong email address, but it was just more material for me to chew on. Why isn't John responding to my email? Yeah, for those who, yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> I get so many emails 
And usually my assistant goes through those and picks the ones and says, you need to look at these. And, and I, I'm sorry if I haven't seen it or didn't respond. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, what oh. base, it but was, I want you to know that, you know, it's not that I don't care. Or I, don't. <laughs> I know. I don't have enough time. It's a problem. I know. I know. Yeah. Um, That's one of the reasons that I'm doing these groups is because there's so many people that want support. And this is an extraordinary, isn't it amazing? You've been on, you've been around a long time, Beth. And isn't it amazing that people who are sitting here can see what's happening with you and every, and each person can see that it's extraordinary. It's so much more valuable than in person because nobody can see it except me when we're in person. That's it's, right. Cause we all have our backs to it. It's phenomenal. It's phenomenal actually. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's a miracle that we have this anyway, but I still, I think I'm going to come out to San Francisco for the retreat and hang out with some folks. Oh, I know. I think it's great. I think it's wonderful. I think it's, I, I love that you're going to do that. I'll be interested to hear how it goes. Cause I think there's real value in having the choice to be alone and in solitude where you don't have to calibrate for other people, you know, for other people. Yeah. Where you can just, where you, where that, because that can really be a kind of, that can trigger a lot of people, especially if they're socially aversive, which a lot of people are, you know, or like more, more reclusive or, or uh, in, uh, introverted, that often having the privacy of their own space is actually allows them to open more than in a retreat. John, that's, that's the thing. Um I've, I've found myself mad at you a few times in the past. Well, I mean, it, probably everyone has at some point or another. <laughs> yeah, I'm a walking target. I know. No, beca but because, because, you, because I hear you talking about openness and, and all this, and I, am, I have been very introverted. And just I, I'd be like, well, John, not everyone's like that. I'm an introvert. Da, 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 da. I would have these thoughts. And. I don't feel introverted anymore. Isn't that interesting? I don't like, like I, I talk to people and I smile at them. And I, this feel is where, this is where becoming free of one's conditioned identity is really amazing. And, and isn't it wonderful to not be caught in who you think you are <laughs> but I'll tell or, who you. Other, or who other people think you are? I, the, the thing, the thing that keeps happening is that every time some amazing thing happens and like for the last, I mean, I swear, I feel like I'm on drugs for the last month because every, every day something else happens and then something will happen. And, and then the next day I'll think, okay, how did I make that happen? I want to make that happen again. And then it doesn't happen. And then I go, you stupid. You didn't make it happen in the first place. Why are you trying to make it happen again? And I, I know that it just keeps repeating over and over again. And well, see, this is really this is so actually great. this is very important insight that the conditioned ego doesn't get, but consciousness gets, and it's always like amazing. <laughs> and we realize it's a miracle, and it's all working, and it's all interconnected, even when it's horrible, and how we don't understand it. 
I love it. I had a conversation. I, I, I won't take up too much time, but I had a conversation the other day with somebody that I ran into who I have not liked and who I have found very boring and somebody that I want would cross the street. I live in a very small town. I would cross the street if I saw him so he wouldn't notice me and he wouldn't try to talk to me. And I was sitting on the bench outside the grocery store the other day and I saw him coming and my first feeling was, oh crap. And then- What was it? But what was the feeling in your body? Did you contract somewhere? I contracted a little bit. Where? Almost, probably my stomach. Yeah, I think I can feel it. That's why I'm asking. But almost, almost immediately after that, I had this urge to invite him to talk to me. Oh, wow. And he, and I did. And he, he sat down on the bench next to me. I couldn't even remember his name. I had to like Google through my, anyway, that doesn't matter. Um, he starts in on the story that I've heard a million times. Cause every, this is every time he, every time I run into him, he tells me the same thing, which is one of the reasons why I was avoiding him. It was like, I had never heard it before. Oh, Let's just sit. Perfect. Thank you. That was beautiful. I get it. Oh, thank you. I I feel it with you. It's really, you're alive. This is what I'm talking about. I couldn't, I just was so curious to hear what he was going to say. Yeah. That's and right. He said the same words, and it was yeah. Totally and it's not the same. Different. That's right. That's right. Because when you're truly present and alive, you are completely fascinated. Because every moment is is a discovery. That is the absolute truth. Otherwise, you're projecting your beliefs onto stuff, and it's the same old nightmare. I Beautiful. wrote. A, I have a present for you. I for Christmas. I I wrote a, a very short poem this morning. Can I read it? Yes. It's, I, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and this was inspired by the, that phrase, if you meet the Buddha on the road, kill him. <laughs> <laughs> That's advanced Zen teaching, by the way, for those who don't know that one. Go ahead. <laughs> they don't mean it literally. <laughs> Go ahead. Otherwise someone's going to go, oh my God. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Listen without expectation. See without saving. Let each moment wash over you like the ocean, ever moving, never the same. Try to hold one moment and you miss what comes next. There will always be a next until there isn't. Just breathe. Wow. There's more. Beautiful. Oh, oh. (laughs) <laughs> there's no, that was there's enough no, honestly there's that another, was enough there's another no, go moment. ahead i'm teasing, I'm teasing. it gets better it gets better <laughs> i it's already very good <laughs> uh try to hold one moment and watch it run through your fingers notice the trying there will always be trying until there isn't just breathe Notice sitting in bed, upper back burning, resting for relief against the wall cushion. Steady, eyes focused on the virtual keyboard, its weight 
pressed into your left hand, its surface smooth under your right index finger as you write. Notice your lips pressed together now and brow furrowed. Don't fix it unless you want to. Keep breathing. That's right. Notice the cat napping at the foot of the bed. Two animals, one with eyelids open, still yet striving. The other with eyes closed, simply waiting, waiting without expectation, ready. One compares itself to the other because it can. And because it can, it does. It will do until it doesn't breathe. Until it doesn't what? Until it doesn't breathe. What was the last thing you said? Was that it? Breathe. Yeah, the oh, last uh, sentence is just breathe. Uh, the last not word not that it doesn't breathe. Okay. Okay. Or well, it be in, just, just breathe. Let's, sit, let's just, thank you so much, Beth. Let's sit for a minute together in silence. I really appreciate you sharing that and giving that to me. Thank you. Beautiful. Every moment is a new discovery when you're fully here. Good to see you. Thank you so much. You take mm. good care. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's sit a little longer now. Let's sit again, and then I'll work with Ben Goodman next. <clears throat> and if you got distracted or sidetracked in some way, just bring yourself back gently without force or judgment, allowing yourself just to be here how and how it is without analysis, judgment, comparison, conclusions, or if those are happening, notice them and notice how that, notice the origin of that within you. So you keep going deeply within to the unconscious patterns that are struggling with what is. That's where you want to put your attention. Unless you're in awareness and free in this moment and free of self, then put your attention where there's an effort, where there's a struggle, where there's a, where there's a doer, a trier, an accomplisher, a knower, a believer. All of those walls that you have built up within yourself that are in the way of fulfillment.
Okay, Ben. Uh, hard to say anything. Um, it's okay. Take your time. No rush. We don't have to say anything. Yeah, I'm just I'm just disoriented. Pardon me. Feeling disoriented. Oh. Mm-hmm. I just flew back east. I'm visiting my family. I got a booster shot, which kind of took me down. And there's just so much internal, external change. Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe there's some part of me that's kind of running in. Did you say there's a party that's running? Yeah, I feel like there's a part that sort of ran and hid when I. Oh, ah. Yeah. You know. Okay. So, are you aware of that right now while we're sitting here? Yeah, I think so. All right. Why don't you close your eyes? And just notice if there are sensations or feelings with that. There it is. That's it. <coughs> Beautiful. <sighs> Good work. My question is this. When you find that you've run and hid, when you realize that's what you've done, do you blame yourself? Do you beat yourself up for that? Okay, then that's what you want to notice first. Yeah. Because it's okay to run and hide. There's a lot to run and hide from, trust me. I mean, we all want to run and hide from this bullshit, don't we? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's great when you're living fully in the moment, and it's great, but when you feel like you do now, it's okay, there's no blame. And if you're blaming yourself, that's where you want to put attention. That's where the suffering is. That's where the struggle is. That's the primary, what I used to call the primary resistance, the primary contraction. Got it? Yeah. yeah. That's And you don't think about it. Because just remember, where you put attention, energy goes there. Energy knows what to do. The wisdom of our miraculous life, like Beth and I were talking about, know what to do. We don't know what to do. We're clueless. We think we're meditating and getting enlightened. That's bullshit. Total bullshit. Not true. <laughs> we're, we're, we're learning how to let that which transforms us, transform us. Just like when a surgeon does surgery, they do what they know how to do, but they know the miraculous nature of healing does the healing. They don't do the healing, Right. We don't make mm -hmm. the plants grow. We might plant the seeds in the environment that they're going to be happy in because we know they like that environment. Mm -hmm. But we don't make them sprout or grow or flower or fruit. We're the same. So this is it. So you're, so there's no, <clears throat> this is where the forgiveness practice comes in. You realize, yes, you're responsible for how you give attention, but there's no blame. 
See, that's that's the beauty of the Ho'oponopono practice is that it's total responsibility, zero blame. Like this is this is like, you know, for the ego, no capish, no comprendo. Ego doesn't get that. Can't get yeah. it. Right? And you know, especially when you have all the reasons why you should blame yourself, right? Well, I know better, but da, 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 all of it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's just it's just this frustration and it feels like it's just like simmering sort of in the back of my consciousness. And it's really hard for me to get that to really allow myself to see it and be honest that that's running. You know up. what? That's okay. I have traumas in me, Ben, that are healing now from my birth that have taken 68 years to finally gestate and come through and transform. It's amazing, literally. Yeah. Recently, what happened to me and my before I went on my retreat, on my retreat, has literally, it's like some wounded infant that was born six weeks early that was always, always hungry. The hungry ghost in me has, has been healed, is gone. It's like a miracle. I didn't make that happen. I've been working on it in therapy and meditation, everything for 68 years. So this is where you need to have the long view, the infinite view, and have patience for the, for the conditioned human that is suffering, that is in pain, that hurts, that doesn't know how to feel better. Our attitude is everything. How we bring, it's not that we bring attention, it's how we bring attention. And how we bring attention either allows things to transform and heal or, or it keeps things controlled and stuck, period. And that's the cutting edge of practice that we constantly are going back and forth with. That's why somebody sent me, may I read you a poem now that Beth, I think today's Poetry Day. Um, one of my students sent me a Rumi poem yesterday that is so amazing. And it's so appropriate. May I read it to you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's incredible. I sent it to some people already, but I'm going to read it. It's in my photos. There it is. It's called Bird Wings. Your grief for what you've lost lifts a mirror up to where you're bravely working. Expecting the worst, you look and instead, <clears throat> excuse me, here's the, joy, here's the joyful face you've been wanting to see. Your hand opens and closes and opens and closes. It were always a fist or always stretched open. If it were always a fist or always stretched open, you would be paralyzed. Your deepest presence is in every small contracting and expanding. The two is beautifully balanced and coordinated as bird wings. <laughs> Thank you, Rumi. Yeah. Wow. How incredibly right and beautiful and perfect because it teaches us how to pay attention and the attitude to have. We close and we open. It isn't just open all the time. Some people think, yeah, I just want to be the open, radiant, perfect being all the time. That's not reality. That's not human nature. Human nature is all of it, including 
birth and death. All of it. So let your frustration find its way and give it the attention you can and whatever you can't do. And if it isn't shifting or changing, notice the struggle with the fact or the beliefs or the attitudes that are there that are pissed off that it isn't. And it's okay to be pissed off. It's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to express it. It's important to not hold that in and think you need to be now above it because now you've awakened to consciousness. <laughs> that's called a that's called a fascist straitjacket of spirituality. Yeah. It's imprisoning. Yeah. No, no, no. That's why you've healed as much as you have and you've shared this with me. Because you've opened to and turned towards your pain and your frustration. Mm. And feel I feel your heart. You see, you're you're not cut off. You're not cut off. You're very much here and connected deeply, profoundly. It's beautiful to be with you. Mm. The good news is, Ben, that even though you've had an extraordinary awakening and transformation, the good news is it keeps integrating. The that's what I realized from 16 until now. It Whatever happened to me at 16 has been integrating for 52 years. Mm -hmm. Ann Armstrong, who was the psychic I saw about it, she said, this is, going to be, this is going to be integrating and developing your whole life. She's right. She was right. It isn't like, okay, now you're at Shangri-La. That's literally, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That's not real. That's not how this works. Yeah, it's like a, almost like a, there's like an achiever energy in it, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm gonna you and me get, and everyone else. Well, if I already got the, if I got the A plus, I need to get the A plus <laughs> plus. This is this is the beauty of accepting our human nature. It's not a problem. You don't have to. You don't have to flush your ego down the toilet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Uh. It's not a problem when you're not caught up in it and identify with it. And in fact, if anything, it's it's what you give compassion to and loving kindness to because it's it's a robot for God's sakes. It's a programmed robot. Mm -hmm. That's all. And as Mark Twain said, you can't throw a habit out the window. You got to coax it down the stairs one step at a time. I look at myself in the mirror as I'm practicing and I'm thinking, Am I ever going to be able to play again? You know, am I going to be going? Am I going to be able to jam and really rip on the violin? And my teacher's not letting me do that now. She knows I'll end up throwing my neck out or my back out because I'll just go crazy. And so I'm having to keep the wild standing in the corral. It's amazing. I love it. It's the snake in a bamboo tube in Zen. Mm -hmm. It's wonderful. Mm -hmm. That's why satsang in this this environment it's a cooker. If you you know if you put a potato in the oven and every five minutes you open the door to see how it's doing, it's never going to bake. Mm -hmm. mm. Let's set your heart. It's amazing how beautiful 
the flowering of your being is and you know that and it's but it's not a belief it's not an identity you can hold on to it's not like you can get a flag and go hey i'm blah 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 i'm on the i'm on the 17th hole <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i'm eight under par mm. if you know golf like my dad was a golfer <laughs> i didn't like it but <laughs> i liked walking the courses that's it beautiful to be with you wow what a what a joy to be in your presence ben ah thank you john it's a pleasure and isn't it amazing if you could have a video of yourself when we first met and have one now, <laughs> would you believe it? I, I think there's a podcast of it. <laughs> would you believe it? No, I'm not kidding. This is this is why those of us who know each other over time are all like amazed. Not mm. so easy to hang in in the hard times, yeah. but we are forced to follow the truth and we go kicking and screaming the whole way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why suffering, the Buddha knew it. That's the first noble truth. Life is suffering. What he meant was that's where you want to put attention folks on how you're struggling. Yeah. Otherwise you're going to be caught in thinking, you know, and that's the greatest prison there is the knower, the believer. The one who's made conclusions. <laughs> and you know, when I say that, you know what happens? The heart opens because the heart doesn't open when we're in the knowing ever. Yeah. The heart loves unconditionally. Hmm. <laughs> so you can look forward to the next time you run and hide and are frustrated. See what happens? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Thanks, John. You're welcome. Great to see you. Yeah. See you yeah, take care. Okay. All right. Um, let's come back to the whole group now and just sit for a little bit before I go to the next person. Just check in with yourself if you've sidetracked or gotten distracted somehow and got caught up in something. That's totally natural, not a problem.
Okay, Lori. Good to see you. Aw, you just gave me the best birthday gift ever. Thank I you. <laughs> oh, you are so well. I love seeing Arunachala. It's just so great. I'm so glad. Beautiful. So during the satsang, um, I'm having incredible waves of fear. Fear, I'm safe. So it's coming up and there's tightness in the shoulders. And then as you've taught, and I'm so grateful that that kind inner voice. So when it's been coming up today, I say, come back to the heart, darling, come back to the heart. Beautiful. It's still coming up, though, <laughs> which is why I raised well, my hand. <laughs> well, this isn't about getting a result. This is where you have to be careful okay. that it's not about, it's not about getting caught in expectations or results. Practice is never about getting results. We don't make any of this happen. That's the ego's delusion. We give attention, and attention's important. But how we give attention's important. We learn as, as we move into open, as you're one in consciousness, open consciousness is no self. There's no self in it. Right? There's no person, so there's no agenda, there's no belief, there's no projection. That's ultimate awareness that allows things to move in the direction they're moving. Because there's nothing trying to stop it or direct it into, the, into what we want. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, so your laughter is perfect because it says, yeah, the one who wants something. And you know, the point, it's okay to want something. It's okay, like I was working with Ben, not to be frustrated. It's okay to not want to be frustrated. It's okay to not, you know, it's okay to want. that. You also have to allow the wanting. Very important. Because anywhere you restrict where you think, well, I can't allow myself to want anymore because now I'm a, a Buddhist and I'm not supposed to have desire. I'm supposed to be free of greed, hate, and delusion. Good luck. You're a human being. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> No, no, actually, what you want is to be aware of the greed, the hate, and the delusion. You want to you bring attention to that in a way that is open, that is kind, that is forgiving. We truly are forced, Lori, to surrender. When we, each moment of true surrender is a moment of, of aliveness. There it is, see? And right, and then, and then, and this helps. This helps this relationship. You know, the in tradition, you know, in the old terms, the guru, whatever. But I'm not into that trip, and it's, <laughs> I, I just not. It's not my thing. And <laughs> I know some people are into it. It's fine, <laughs> whatever. You know, I get it. But it, <laughs> but the <laughs> but the essence of it is 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 the same. It's just there there is a did I have I benefited from being with let's say the people that were pretty clear channels? Absolutely. Does this help? Yes. But just don't project onto it some silly notions, right? It's like there is a working filter. Does it help? Yeah. So let's just sit together. Yeah. It's not like we're sitting here waiting for something to happen. We're sitting here just being aware of how things are. There it is, right there. See, and I'm here to give you feedback when you're not in the way. 
And it, what's interesting, it, it's like roomy. It goes in and out, doesn't it? Yes. Open, close, open, close, open, close. <laughs> that's fine. That's the beating of the bird wings. That's, that's nature. It can't be one or the other, otherwise you'd be paralyzed. You'd be a stiff. That's not real. So relax and let's just be here together. You can have your eyes open. Oh, okay. <laughs> no? Is that too no. threatening? No, I, I want them open. It's just I get wanting to just go in, but I want to practice. I have my glasses off, so you're fuzzy anyway, so it's perfect. Oh, no, no, you can have them, you can have them closed, whatever you feel more comfortable with. Okay. What would you prefer, honestly? Closed? Yes. Good, just close them. doesn't matter whether they're open or closed. There, oh, there's the vulnerability. See that? Feel that? Yeah. Just give attention to that. Vulnerability is, is, the, is the way of freedom because it means something is scared that it's letting go and that's exactly what's happening. Ultimately, we can't stop that. But it's terrifying. It is. When I was, you heard me tell the story when I was 16, that before I went over the, and I think the story's in that video I mentioned, before I knew I was going to go over the ledge, I knew I couldn't stop it. And I was absolutely terrified. Oh, yeah. So let's just be here together and we'll be with the vulnerability, okay? Without doing anything, that's it. Give it your loving attention without any voice, without any thought. That's it. Oh. Naturally, it just becomes the vastness, the oneness. When Lori and John are not in the way, we're one. There's just the, we're just, there's the connect, there's the oneness. Isn't it beautiful? Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> oh no, the giggles are starting. <laughs> oh good, that's fine. Giggles are good. We love giggles. I'm a giggler. It's just energy moving, and whether it's crying, <laughs> laughing, screaming, yelling, it's all the same thing. Just energy releasing. Take a Have a nice deep breath. <sighs> nice deep breath. <sighs> Good. Thank you. You are so welcome. Good to see you. Pleasure to, to be with you. you. Thank yeah, yeah, you. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So let's all come back now before I go to the network with the next person. I think it's one of the things I miss in the group experience is the group laughter. Yeah, I do. Yes, I, I like to kind of joke around and it's always fun to hear people laughing. Um, and there were people who had the most amazing laughs at the retreats. It was just that, you know, they would start laughing and the whole place would just come crashing down laughing. It was just so much fun. 
Just notice now without thinking. Just be here without trying. Just allow without allowing. Just listen without listening. Okay, Kevin. <laughs> you, yeah. <laughs> can you can you hear me? Uh, it's a little. Let me turn my volume up. Go ahead. I can hear. I, can. I think it was might have been my volume. Uh, I turned it down. Yeah, you you can hear me. Yes. Okay, good. Well. Whew. I didn't, I didn't think you'd call on me today. So. Interesting. It, and how did that feel? <laughs> Were you pissed? <laughs> He's not going to call on me again. God damn it. It runs the gamut, you know. You never know. It's, 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 it's odd how this works. I don't understand it myself. Like, all the... All the opposites are in me, you know? The lover and the hater. Hmm. Um, I mean, I have things that I could, you know, offer you or we could talk about. Usually I just, you know, I'll just sit with you. Let's sit then. Um, you know, I, I, I can, I can get easily scattered and confused or, you know, if, um, so let's definitely sit together for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you close your eyes and we'll just tune in together. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> May I give you some guidance while Please. I'm doing that? Okay. Please. Sure. Just let yourself be here right now in whatever way you're able to. Well, make sure my ass isn't sliding too much, okay? Okay. Just let yourself be here now still. That's right. Let yourself be still, even though some part of you wants to move. That's better. 
Now alignment is happening more. Stillness is often very important energetically when we're practicing like this. We can experiment, but often when we're moving around a lot, um, blockages will just stay blocked. So stillness is often important for chi to move, for energy to move through the energy system. And, and energy is really the interface between form and emptiness, between the relative and the absolute. That's why breathing practices are the essential practice. Sensation practices, kinesthetic practices. Because they bring us close and open to energy and then energy brings us to pure consciousness. Good. It just, it works that way. It isn't that we make that happen. So by being aware that way, it just, it's like I used to say, the practice is like putting oil in a machine. It doesn't invent the machine. It doesn't create the machine. It doesn't make the machine run and it doesn't produce the results of the machine. It just may help the machine run more smoothly. That's why how we pay attention makes a very big difference. What's happening is happening, whether we pay attention or not. Paying attention can make the machinery run more smoothly. You know, if you had a machine with no lubricant in it, Mm -hmm. grinding gears, I mean, come on. Right. That's suffering. Right. You're very present right now. Close your eyes. Even if you're weary or tired or whatever it is you're feeling physically or emotionally, don't let that dominate there much better. Just let it be here. Let it be in the space. Space is is the infinite sky that includes everything. I feel pretty all right, you know. Yeah, I can tell. Good. Perfect time just to be together. Nothing to talk about. Yeah, I mean, I don't need to bring up the shit. Okay, so let's just say. Yeah, I I wanted to. (laughs) Mm. But, you know, it's very helpful. I mean, I understand, you know, the attitude of, um, you know, how I am with myself and my, um, with my contractedness or my hater, my cynic um, protector, right? Mm Mm-hmm to allow that um, and good it's working Kevin it's working <laughs> it's amazing to see how you've transformed over the years amazing beautiful
And I really appreciated hearing, uh, I think her name was Lori, hearing her laugh. We need levity. Right. We need to have laughter. We need to have lightness and all the heaviness. Very important. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty heavy guy, you know. I don't laugh a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> Motorcycle and everything. <laughs> oh Jesus. That's okay. You know yeah. what? Hey, we're all just who we are. It's okay. Not a problem. <sighs> How beautiful that we're all uniquely different. Uniquely different. Isn't that beautiful? We're all uniquely different. We all have an authentic journey that is only ours to discover each moment. And that's amazing. What, are, what a joy and a relief and a journey it is when you realize that. Right. Each moment as it reveals itself. This is it. It's how it's working. You're, it's it's working. Working. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. <sighs> how lucky we all are to be together here. I. I'm amazed at how wonderful it is to be here with you and everyone. It's yes. extraordinarily, it's an extraordinary privilege, actually. And yeah, very grateful. It's really phenomenal. I definitely need it. We all do. It's okay. It's okay to need things. Right. Nothing. That's human. We need things. It's okay to be human. It's okay to need things. We need people, you know. <laughs> we do. Even if we are socially aversive. That's right. <clears throat> That's right. We're homo sapiens. That's right. We're touch oriented. Very so, much. We are feeling, we are sentient beings. We are feeling creatures. I don't know who wants to get beyond feeling. Like, what, they want to not be human anymore? That sounds like food without flavor. Who wants that? And, you know, that would be flavorless. I don't know, man. Some say that we're going to turn into the grays, but who knows about that? Into the grays? Yeah, that's a whole other thing. You know, oh, aliens. God. Right. God forbid. Don't curse us. Thank you. I know. <laughs> Do my grandmother's curse removal. Yeah. I mean, that's when she was in her 80s and I was visiting her in her apartment here in San Francisco on Leavenworth and Geary. And I said, Grandma, I hope you live to 100. She said, God forbid. Don't curse me. Yeah. <laughs> I've used my grandmother's curse removal really works, actually. It's a good one. Good. I'm glad hey. you, you implemented it there. Still. Listen, I, I want to wish you and everyone happy. We're, we're coming into our, see, we're, we're, we're uh, 
you know. Home stretch, heading into the home stretch. Something like that, whatever that is. But I just am very, it's lovely to be with you and to Thank share you, the presence and, and the beautiful unfoldment that you are. Thank you. I love you. <laughs> I love you too, Kevin. Thanks. Take care. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay, let's come back. We have 10 more minutes today. I just want to say I'm sorry for those I didn't get to today. Charlie, Farina, Patrick, and Anders. If you haven't heard me say this before and you had a question or had something that even maybe you didn't raise your hand, wished you had raised your hand, please be available for the one within you that needs something, that is, that is hurting, that is sad, that is lonely, that is afraid, that is longing, that is frustrated. Learn to be with yourself in new ways that work. Keep experimenting and finding out how to be present, how to allow your life to unfold, how to allow your heart to heal and open, how to allow your spirit to continue to integrate into your nervous system. how to know what to do next. Not by knowing here, but by truly following uh, the authentic guidance that is your unique mystery unfolding right before you now. Give yourself permission to be someone who is constantly learning and discovering rather than finding and knowing. There is nowhere to get. There is no one to become. Not truly, no. Relatively, yes, but not truly, no. The fullness of your life is only possible now and your job is to learn to be available for how that is unfolding and revealing itself through you and as you. Well, I hope you all have good holidays. I hope you have a really good new year. And I will very much look forward to seeing you in the new year. Um, please take wonderful care of yourselves and each other.
and um, I just hope that that you find more and more fulfillment in your life uh, as it is. And uh, great to be with you. Thank you so much for your attention and your and your beingness and your presence. And thank you all who came up and interacted. It's beautiful to have this live teaching available for all of us who are truly learning and discovering all the time. It's a it's a it's a miracle that I feel and that I'm profoundly grateful to be a part of. So lots of love to each and every one of you. Happy trails and see you soon. Okay. Bye for now. <laughs>